0: Welcome to Stories from the Field. This podcast is meant to encourage others to see how God is moving in the nations, as well as simply demystify the job as a missionary. These are just regular people saying yes and being faithful to the Lord. The Lord doesn't ask for us to be qualified, but for the willing. He will take care of the rest. Let these testimonies inspire you in your own personal life. Maybe it means you become an overseas missionary, or maybe it just nudges you to cross the street and talk to your neighbor. We are all ambassadors for Christ. So, from the powerful to the funny, inspiring to the awkward, these are stories from a day at the office from fellow missionaries. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am here with the one and only Beau Carpet Check. <laughs> That make sure to get that pr- that pronunciation, right? That was very good. That's Very correct. close. Very good. How about for the audience? Can you can you tell us what it is? Yeah, my name is Bo Kirpchak. Kirpchak. Yeah. We don't pronounce the I, but there is an I in the name. Yeah. But, Bo, um, how about you tell us what your position is in Overland? How long you've been with Overland? Um, do you have
1: any favorite card games? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah well yep Um, so let's see my name is Bo and um, I have been with Overland for about 10 years now in 2010 was my first trip and then 2011 did advanced missions training Um, after that um, I jumped into expeditions full-time so I was with expeditions for two years then my wife and I got married in two thousand and twelve. Two thousand, yeah, two thousand twelve. So maybe a year and a half with expeditions. Nice. And then, um, and then she and I led for the next two years. So it was around two thousand and fourteen that Phil and I, well, Phil approached us, and um, basically we thought. He was wanting to talk more about expeditions and how to expand the division right we 're excited for that. We really enjoyed leading expeditions. We enjoyed raising up teams We enjoyed seeing people come to the understanding of that God can use them, God can take them to a different nation and then use them as a voice piece to reach many with with his with his news and we just love seeing you know an expedition team member progress in that identity progress in that understanding and lay hold of it all the way to like coming out with us after raising their funds right. and being able to like say okay like no one else is going to be here you know like <laughs> yeah no one else is going to be able to relay what i have understood to be true i guess i have to open my mouth and speak mm-hmm. and they just start to just do it. Open up their mouth, and then you see the Lord use that, and mm-hmm. and fill them with, uh, fill them with the right words to say. Fill them with um, just revelation on the spot, and it was amazing. Yeah. And then we see many of those people come back time and time again for AMT and to further. But yeah, around 2012, Phil and I, uh, Phil approached us, and actually, instead of talking about expeditions, he had three countries for us. <laughs> And just lay down three countries before us at a coffee shop. Take your pick. And he said, Tanzania, Zanzibar, or Mozambique. Take your pick. <laughs> and uh, we were floored by it. It was definitely an overwhelming thought. Oh, but yeah. Corney and I looked at each other in that moment. And um, we knew that it was Mozambique. Mm. We felt like Holy Spirit was confirming this. And we said Mozambique five minutes later. <laughs> and didn't need to make a pros
0: and cons list. We really. didn't
1: look it up on Google. We didn't do a pros and cons. We've never been to the country. We didn't even have a vehicle at that time. We were just a married couple, married for only a year, a year and a half. And we're saying yes to the country. Yeah. And, um... You know, in hindsight, looking at it all, it was an incredible decision. Oh yeah. Uh, but in the moment, you just felt Holy Spirit's in it, right? Oh, so yeah. you're deciding based off what the Spirit is telling you. Mm-hmm. Which is exciting because later on, you'll see that we didn't make the decision mm-hmm. based off of our senses. Right. We made it based off of what the Spirit of God was telling us.
0: Based on how I can clearly see how this plays out. Right. Therefore, I shall make it. Or what it
1: looks like. You know, Mm -hmm. how are the people? Will the people respond to me? We weren't basing the decision off of that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We were basing it on a a need that the organization had and a vision that they had for it. And we trusted in the team and we said yes, yes to it. Mm -hmm. Um, We set out later that year for our recon. And for three weeks, we just traveled Mozambique. Just a full tour. A full (laughs) tour. We didn't have a vehicle. We took nine or ten different buses to several locations and just found backpacker lodges and just figured out what the next step was going to look like. Just a raw recon. Raw (laughs) recon, two backpacks, two full backpacks, and that's it. And we got into buses and all that that were just hilarious. Um, Definitely, you know, we had... Our fair share of goats that were tied to the seats that we were sitting on for several hour trips, and chickens as well. Chickens, I remember, you know, would flap Courtney's hair, and then she'd have to pull out the feathers after the trip. Uh, and then also, Court sat on some dude's lap for a solid seven hour trip, and that was just the only seat that was available. For the gospel, for the gospel, and um, you know, in that moment. We, we got to experience a little bit of Mozambique. It was very clear where we were going to be based uh, in Yamban is the province that, that we um, knew the Lord was leading us in. And even the location of Tofu Mbara, which is uh, an iconic location. Um, it's stunning. It's beautiful. And, you know, while we were there visiting those locations, we just felt very strongly that a team would be based out of here one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, several years into it, um, what year, what year is it now? Like year six, seven. So this is 2014 okay. we did our trip. 2015, we end up securing a property, okay. uh, which is now known as our base. Um, uh, it was very miraculous how that all happened. Um, but the Lord gave us a base and yeah. gave us a heart for accommodation, gave us a heart for hospitality, And it was much bigger than what we thought we were ever going to take on. Yeah. But this base um, can accommodate up to 60 people comfortably and looks and feels very similar to Rapid 14, having that, like, main center um, communal area where we would always cook and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. had separate homes, but then it also had a great spot for teaching and... Uh, and then for teams to come in and accommodate, mm-hmm. so it was incredible. It actually used to be like a three or four star lodge <laughs> with two pools, not one but two pools, on the location, and uh, it just met all the all the the credentials for communal living. Yeah. It happens to be like right at the lighthouse mm-hmm. at, it, in on in Yambon, so our view is the lighthouse, and then. Like a two hundred and seventy degree panorama of the Indian Ocean, which is might see stunning. some whales breaching. Yeah, mm-hmm. during your August and September months we have whales breaching nonstop. Uh, <laughs> right before us every morning. And that's where the sun sunrise will, will happen and then if you catch it from the other side you can see the sunset. It's it is it's, it's quite a pretty stellar, close, pretty stellar yeah. spot for the Lord. But what's neat is we didn't make these decisions based off what we you right. know, our senses. Right. We made a decision in the spirit, and then the spirit led us in, in the direction that we, we were led.
0: You weren't going through properties saying, Oh, there's only one pool, then you yeah. we were not interested. Right.
1: We weren't counting up all of those things. Actually, how it all happened was we, looked, we had 20 properties to yeah. look at with Jake and Jesse, who are our, our heads. Mm-hmm. And we looked at all 20, and we were about to secure a property in a, with a contract like as they were leaving right and it was going to be for a small little um, three-bedroom like place that three families can live in and be happy with and the last day there we get a call from somebody that is wanting to sell their property and he said why haven't you come to look look at ours and I said you know like obviously it's stunning beautiful it's probably outside of our price range but we'll come and look. And when we came, we were floored by it. All the furniture would be kept with it. I mean, it was in incredible condition. And um, after that, we, we said, you know, but the price. And he actually came down to the, to the budget that we needed to meet. Mm-hmm. And we made it work, you know, three different contracts. We had to do three different contracts in three different countries, and three yeah. different currencies, <laughs> three different languages. Some new so, paperwork. Yeah, so it was cool because my history and the Lord uses everything, right? Yeah. My history was in real estate, so I actually had a real estate background. So I helped facilitate most of the arrangement and all the needs that we we wanted to have in, we were able to have them and the conditions that were met. Yeah, so He used my background to really um, nail down a very complex um, uh, agreement, but it worked out. So it was very cool. So that was 2015, 2016, exactly one year later. Yeah. Zach, you'll never to believe this, but one year later to the T, like we secured the contract in February and it's February, one year later, Boom. we have a Category 5 Cyclone. <laughs> Nail our base. Nail it. Oh, and it, it came with full force. We were the first point of contact for it. On the land was our base,
0: perfect spot to get hit by this. You couldn't,
1: you have, couldn't draw it better. Like as I zoom in on the map, like it only gets more and more precise that it came directly for us. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe it. Oh my gosh! So, um, and it devastates the base and hmm. devastates it. You know, because we were we were ready to start running hard for for right. for ministry and planning that out. And the first year into it, we get knocked with this thing. And it takes off um, nine of our 11 roofs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It causes catastrophic damage. It pushed a cement wall in several, uh, several feet. We had to destroy it and tear it down. But we looked at it and the funny thing is, is when I was receiving this news, I was actually in the States with a contractor, with someone who was a builder. Mm We started receiving pictures of this damage, and the contractor, his face dropped in sorrow and like oh, disbelief, yeah. like "Oh my goodness, this is, this is wrecked." This is wrecked, total. And I had the very opposite reaction. I erupted in laughter, <laughs> like Holy Spirit laughter. I'll never forget in the middle of a first watch, having breakfast with a possible supporter. Yeah. I'm laughing. Barrel like belly laughing, watching my base be destroyed, <laughs> and my contractor here he, he is devastated for us. Yeah, and I didn't fully understand what was happening to me, but I, I now know that the Lord was preparing me for the next season mm. with joy and with perseverance and mm-hmm. with everything that I needed to take it on. Mm-hmm. And I never was a builder. I actually. I never knew anything about building. You could sell the homes, but not necessarily... I, build had, them. I <laughs> didn't know what they were made of. Like, yeah. I didn't know how to make them. Yeah. And what materials to use. But for the next four years, we were led into a very, um, very concentrated building effort. And um, the Lord supplied every need. The Lord gave us the opportunity to rebuild this base back better than mm-hmm. where we found it. And create a standard that we feel comfortable bringing teams into and blessing people with. Yeah. You know, like we weren't building for ourselves. We were building for the future because yeah. we saw people there, right? Yeah. We saw people flooding the base and being a blessing to this nation. And that's all we We could have built cheaply. We could have just done whatever it just is necessary. Just survive. But that's the land of wilderness. I mean, that's, your, that's your, your 40 years of disobedience that we saw in the Israelites. Not the land of just enough. We were designed for the land of abundance. And we built it in a way that we, we believe that the Lord like, would want to use to, to also be a blessing for others. The only way we can explain what's going on here is
0: because God's doing something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And, he, and he met those needs. We were able to raise an incredible team of supporters around us and it got built back. And we're at a place right now. And last year specifically um, was the fourth year of the rebuild. And you're you're uh, trying to find your labor force during that time, right? right? You're hiring and firing people every day. Yeah. So that was fun going through all these these different groups, you know, to find out who your like team is, who the ones you can trust are. I'm stick around. Yeah. So we have roof guys, we have floor guys, we have cement guys, we have pool guys we have you know we've got our team now so (laughs) whatever ever need that comes up from here on out we have our our labor force and that's a a big win for us
0: it's just a crazy timeline of like year one we have a base like hoorah and then one two three four years just
1: trying to get back to where it was yeah and we have supporters that are dropping off from our team because they're like when are you starting ministry sure and we have such a long-term vision that like, you know, year to year, we're doing whatever it takes so that this thing is built right, you know. And it was for us to focus. The necessity for us in the moment was to rebuild. And we put our team and we encourage our team every day as we were led in this rebuild. Mm. So for those four years, we, we worked hard, hard. Yeah. And um, last year specifically, the Lord met me three times. Randomly. I mean, once here in Maputo, where we're at now. And I was sitting on, like, after meeting with the lawyer, we we were sitting on the steps. Mm -hmm. And the Lord spoke to me, I will begin my ministry next year. Mm. I was like, yeah, Lord, like, I'm ready, you know, like, I'm always ready for this. That's nice. That's nice. You have my vote. (laughs) So first time. Second time, he did it again. Bo, are you listening? I'm beginning my ministry this year. Lord... I don't know why you've told me this twice. Okay, I believe it. I trust you. I always trust you. He did it a third time. And at that time I just was rocked. I mean, if I talk about it right now, you're not going to be able to record much more. Because <laughs> it was such a sincere, uh, fatherly voice. And I just heard him, I'm beginning my ministry. And you are going to love it. And I said, yes, Lord, let's do it. And I went and returned back to the States. And I started to say this before congregations. Mm-hmm. And uh, they looked at me funny, you know, like, you're going to still rebuild. Like, we know. What you're I've doing. heard this before. I've heard this before. And I said, Lord, you've got to do it. And we've come back. And truly, what has happened is we've laid down a lot of the rebuild, a lot of building in general we've run hard and we've Mm -hmm. we've went back to locations we've gone to and the Lord's starting to do miraculous things like right now there's expedition department here which is all of overland missions expedition leaders are Mm -hmm. here getting a vision for for us here in Mozambique and how to lead teams and we see thousands of people coming here to Mozambique Mm -hmm. to be a blessing we see our Mozambique base being like a heartbeat where people will come in and then be pushed out. Come yeah. in and get filled and be pushed out. We see locations all along the coast where we're going to send set up like posts mm-hmm. where we're going to send two or three families to be a blessing in that area and, and put their feet in the ground long term. Yeah. Then once or twice a year, three times a year, come back to the, the, our base and have that like heartbeat thing where they'll stay with us and then they'll be sent back out. I have locations in northern Mozambique that are so difficult to get to that there's no planes, no buses getting there right now. But I know 20 pastors that I was able to get to, 20 pastors that are just understanding redemption for the first time. They have congregations and they're there because they're able to read, right? Yeah. That's it. It's the only reason that they- This is my credibility. This is it, I can read. And I said, don't you know you're part of this story? And they said, we never thought that this could be true. (laughs) And we would just share. I got to share for a week straight, preaching six hours a day about redemption. Mm -hmm. Translating into two different languages. Mm -hmm. And they would erupt in laughter just getting hit because they're just starting to identify that this is them it's this good it's this good and what is being said is actually a reflection of who they are mm-hmm. so their spirit bears witness with that and what happens they just start to all erupt in laughter we have to stop sharing for 15-20 minutes because they can't stop laughing yeah yeah <laughs> so these pastors are now starting to receive and I gotta get back to them yeah. up in an area called Metangula Mozambique you can look it up Metangula it's right next to Leshinga. Okay. And uh, right on on Lake Malawi. And I just have that location yeah. in my heart. Yeah. I have areas that I, I am longing to get to and longing to send long-term teams to and families. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it's beginning before our eyes. And he's just yeah. filling me with like such a fire. I think the theme this week was just the lion. The mm-hmm. lion is zealous for his people. Yeah. It's, jealous and and desirous for His people. Mm -hmm. And I think even more so of me wanting to to get to people, the Lord wants to get to people. And we just have to just say yes. Actually, God wants it more than you. He wants it more than us. Which is such an amazing fact. Yeah. In an area called Linga Linga, which is a a very concentrated effort we're just sending teams to right now, the Lord's just every time revealing Himself in a miraculous way. Mm -hmm one story just for you and we can maybe conclude is this one guy yeah whose his story is that in 1977 a portuguese man attacked him <laughs> and he was blind after that that attack yeah so his last thing that he was able to see out of his eye was being, being attacked being attacked and also like a white man being attacked so he had this like anger Against Mm -hmm. just white people in general. Mm -hmm. And we got to meet with him and said, we're here because the name of Jesus is desired to come to your door today. Desired to be known among you and your family. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know who Jesus was. He's been at the witch doctor trying to get his eye healed for several years since 1977. That's a lot of years. And simple. We say in Jesus name, I be restored. And he let us pray. We, we put hands on and then took them off after a simple prayer. And the man could see. <laughs> his eye was restored. Oh my after God. 30, 40, 50 years. Amen. And after all this anger of hardened heartness towards yeah, white man. people, there was someone that could bring the name of Jesus. Right. And not only was his eye healed, his heart healed, but also his even desiring... His hatred against just the normal white person. was There's so much restoration and reconciliation yeah. that happened there. But it's the Lord just saying, like, right. I'm for you. And I can't wait to to spend the rest of, of your life and eternity with you. Right. And I have a plan to heal your body. Heal you of your heart. Heal you of your past. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. one story.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, and so... For those who are listening, I've um, I've been in Mozambique for the last 10 days, like getting to be with Bo and the team here. We've been able to go out in the village and like, let me tell you, Bo has plenty of stories and it's just, it's crazy getting to hear like how things started and the perseverance it's taken. I mean, I mean, just the paperwork of buying the property, but I mean, it's been a process. They're still not done with the paperwork. Yeah. It was
1: done corruptly twice. And we were in the offices of the head chiefs, and mm-hmm. they did it corruptly right before us, so we've had to redo our paperwork now right. twice. Yeah, We're still doing it. So, Bo, um,
0: I mean, I feel like a natural reaction after, I mean, this is now year seven. Mm-hmm. You just saw it on Facebook, like, seven years ago. Year, and it's been a lot of perseverance, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, you're getting sort of, like, a ministry is starting this year, but, yeah. I mean, you almost had to wait six years to hear that. What... I mean, I feel like a lot of people would have quit. Yeah. I me, mean, and so
1: what... I don't know, what's kept you going, faithful yeah. to it? Actually, one missionary from Brazil came to us and directly said to us, I, I don't think you'll be here more than two years. <laughs> and we just had to smile back and say, thank you for that, we know it's going to be difficult. And here's the thing, Zach, you know, the spirit is what we made the decision in. You know, his believe Holy Spirit was amongst us as we were saying yes to Mozambique, Mm -hmm. not our senses. Mm -hmm. So the senses have no authority to take us out. Yeah. It's only the Lord's voice that we're listening to. Mm -hmm. We didn't make the decision based off senses and therefore senses can't take us out. And I would recommend everyone make decisions like that. Don't make them based off of your senses. Don't go and look at a country and wait for it to please you. or Let me sure I know everything will work meet. Meet with me. your personality or your, you know your. You're not. You don't go make decisions like that. That's how the world makes decisions. We make decisions based off the spirit, and if he's in the agreement, then it has to be bound on heaven and in earth, and we bind it there as we're making the yes, mm-hmm. and. You know, year seven, I I keep going back to the cross. Yeah. I look at what Jesus endured. I look that at his life and never quitting. Mm-hmm. I look at uh, just if he quit on Via della Rosa, which he could have. Mm-hmm. He could have said, "I'm sick of these people. I'm done with them. I I heal their sick. I I raise the dead. I give them only truth." and I'm done. You know they're kicking me, they're spitting on me, they're lashing me, and they're killing me. I don't have to put up with this. Father, come down and get me. Send your angels. I need to go back to where I come from, mm-hmm. which is royalty. Mm-hmm. He could have said that. He could have. He could have quit on us. But he did it. And I can't either. Yeah. We can't. We actually can't. Our our testimony and our witness is gonna only be victory, but part of our DNA is not to quit. Mm-hmm. If you're in the new creation and He's in you, you are in Him. You're not quitting. So quit quitting actually is removed from our language, from our it's hearts. Not in the it's not in the vocabulary. It's not in not in not in our testimony anymore. So we don't know what it's gonna look like, but definitely quitting is not gonna be one of them. Mm-hmm. And. I tell you what like how how much he put forth in pursuing a people mm-hmm. is how we have to look at it too mm-hmm. and it's like covenant you know for us it's like I am married and I know what it is to make covenant you know and and it's not my will but yours you know and it's and it's and it's not putting my needs before yours you know it's mm-hmm. it's what are yours and the same thing with making covenant before a country. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue you even when you push me away. Even when you cause all kinds of headaches in every way and find me like multiple thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep pursuing you. Watch me still be faithful. I will still come after you Mm -hmm. and tell you there's more that you don't know about Him who wants to be a part of you. And I think that's it. It's just the example set before us is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when we look hard at His example, the world will tell us to quit and to give up and Mm -hmm. say, forget those people. His testimony and His life only says, like, pursue, covenant, and never quit. Mm -hmm. And that's just, just the language that's before our team, our heart that we're carrying. And it's just built in effortless resilience because that's what we see in Jesus. Effortless resilience. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't, it's not something we think about or have to try to grit, you know, like grind our teeth and bite our lip to do. Mm -hmm. It's just something that, it's an obvious part of who we are. It's in my DNA. Like this is how I am made to function. Right. Yeah. Right. Anything outside of this is worldly, selfish, thinking about self and thinking about surviving. Mm -hmm. But thriving never thinks about surviving. Thriving only thinks about multiplying. Right. Only thinks about pushing forth Mm -hmm. and taking lights and pushing out darkness, Mm -hmm. right? It's a force that goes forth. Yeah. Not retracts. Hmm.
0: Bo, I would love to ask you another 30 questions and glean some more wisdom off you. But I think, um,
1: I think that's all we have time for right now. Zach, it was awesome being with you. Yeah. Seeing you during these 10 days, we've grown close. Yeah. I'm excited for where the Lord's leading you yeah. and what you're going to put your hand to. Man, if you guys are listening,
0: Mozambique, there, uh, feel free to go on an expedition.
1: Maybe do A and T in Mozambique. Yeah, yeah, I tell you what, guys, we need you, mm-hmm. and this is this is the prime time. This is the, yeah. the perfect time for us, and um, if you're thinking or considering earnestly, um, give us two weeks. Give us two weeks with you here. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. Yeah. Cool,
0: Bo. It's been a pleasure. Um, for those listening, if you've been hearing sirens or cars driving by, it's because we're in a backpacker's lodge in Mozambique. Right. And, and shipping back to the States today. Um, cool. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Bo. Thanks, Zach. Praise the Lord. All right, guys. See you.